0: The world is finally coming to grips with having to live with COVID-19, but what we can't know is what our world will look like in the pandemic's wake. You are listening to Writing the End, a collection of short stories by some of South Africa's top novelists about what society could look like post-pandemic. Time out of time. That's how she remembers it. The descent into chaos. Tony thinks it was the woman in the white dress buying a bottle of massage oil after a treatment. Her own personal patient, Zero. The way she touched everything and insisted on Tony's assistance invading her space, trying out all the samples, she coughed (coughs) quite a few times. and did not cover her mouth, her face all red and glowing around her nose after the facial. Customer is queen, said the sign her boss had put up at the spa's front desk. Even so, Tony didn't want to be rude, despite all the instructions from the authorities. She lost her job soon after anyway, they all did. The place had to close down. The world got on with it. The survival instincts of the human spirit cannot be underestimated," Dr. Dube told her after the shutdown, when she became the receptionist for a family doctor's practice. They had the new vaccine. She felt strangely safe working there, knowing that no matter what she'd be needed would be taken care of. It had been rough and lonely in those weeks of isolation, although Tony had been better off than most with only mild symptoms and her grandma's small inheritance in her savings account. For a rainy day, grandma had told Tony, when she was finalising her will in the last few months of her illness. Lung fibrosis. She got it a year before the pandemic and passed away before the virus wreaked havoc in the old-age home where she'd lived. Much later, Tony thought of it as a mercy, that they could still bury and mourn her grandma according to her wishes. She had a proper funeral, with all who knew her attending the memorial mass, without any restrictions, any fears, just their grief. Only a few months later, Mrs. Jacobson, Tony's next-door neighbour at the complex, hadn't been so lucky. Her funeral was postponed, her family and friends had to grieve in isolation. When it was allowed for them to gather again, Mrs. Jacobson's son invited Tony to the service, thanking her for being such a good neighbour in the time of need, but she couldn't face going. Tony recognises the everyday again—people, traffic, markets, impossible pace, greed, indifference—but she can't help obsessing about ordinary gestures, everyone touching, the patients in their practice sitting in close proximity, the doctors shaking their hands in greeting, her friends hugging her in abandon, their laughter. She is overwhelmed by the return of tactile oblivion all around her. It is impossible to look at her hands without suspicion, without remembering the woman in the white dress, and the few days that followed when she wasn't showing any signs of illness, and assisting wherever she could when they were getting ready for the shutdown. She wishes she could be certain that Mrs. Jacobson didn't die because of her.